Hey, real quick, if you like this show and have found the content to be useful in your life as an ambitious working mom, would you take two minutes to rate and write a review? Reviews are the most useful way to get this show in front of other working moms that are looking to create balance. So if you've adopted me as your working mom coach, I'd appreciate if you take a moment to rate and review the show now. Thanks for your time and on to the episode. Women want to feel fulfilled in their job. They want their work to feel purposeful and impactful, especially if they're going to be leaving their baby to go do it. So for many women, motherhood is a transition where women start to question, you know, what really motivates me? And questions begin to surface like, what's my purpose? What do I really want out of life? There's a lot of misconceptions around your purpose, like thinking your purpose and your job are one and the same. When they're not, that's a little hint to what we're going to talk about in this podcast. But when you truly understand what your purpose is and what it actually is not, then it becomes a useful tool to help you understand what intrinsically motivates you. And it becomes a guide to help you figure out how to be more motivated and fulfilled in both your current job and any future job you decide to go after. So I'm going to be covering the top three misconceptions about purpose and then the top truths about your purpose right here on this podcast today. You ready? Let's get to it. Welcome to the Ambitious and Balanced Working Mom Podcast, the place for women who want to balance their ambitious career goals with their life as a mom. If you're looking to feel more confident, decisive, and productive at both work and home, then this is the place for you. I'm your host, Rebecca Olson. Let's get to it. Around the age of five, kids start to get asked, you know, what do you want to be when you grow up? Obviously not like we as adults think that kids know what type of career they want when they get older, but it's just one of these questions that we ask kids that kind of makes us smile as they shout out, you know, engineer, tree climber, garbage man. Those are just some of the few my kids have spouted out recently. And one time my daughter and I were sitting at the table and she told me, I'm going to be a coach. And I smiled and I said, oh, I think you'd make a great coach, Lillian. And to which she replied, well, I'm going to be a better coach than you. And she said it just like that with that attitude. And it totally made me smile. When we ask our kids this question, we oftentimes interchange two questions and we think they mean the same thing when they really don't. We ask, who do you want to be when you grow up? Or we say, what do you want to do when you grow up? Those are two entirely different different things. But the message we tell our kids and the message that we learned as kids is really twofold. One is that those two things are the same, that they're intertwined. And two, having an answer to this question is really, really important. Like if you're a teacher, that's who you're going to be. You're a doctor, that's who you're going to be. If you're a mechanic, that's who you are. You know, we intermix these ideas and we put a lot of pressure on our kids to have an answer to these things. The idea that your job is what defines you as a person, it puts a lot of pressure on us trying to figure out what that right job is because you don't want to get that wrong. It's what defines you. And I think this is the moment that that idea of purpose both begins to formulate in our little brains when we're kids, and it also begins to get misrepresented. The message that we hear is that, one, what you do is important. Two, we start to understand 
that there is a right answer to that in what we choose. And three, we begin to understand that the more prestigious that career that you choose, the better. You know, these are the same three misconceptions that we often have, really, when we talk about purpose as well. It's important to know there's a rightness to your purpose, and it's very interconnected with your career. Now, I want to take some time and break down each of these misconceptions and then spend a little time talking about the truth of what your purpose actually is. So misconception number one, knowing your purpose is really, really important. The misconception here is really the weight that we give purpose. Like it's really important for you to know and understand and that not knowing it is really bad. And then there's a lot of connection to misconception number two, which is that there is a rightness to your purpose. There's a rightness to the way you answer that. Like purpose is something that you have to go out and find and figure out what it is. And you're going to know it's right because it feels right. You know, when that magical gut feeling, that very settled and good feeling that comes from that deep down knowing something like that's when we're going to know that it's right. It's very mysterious to us. And doesn't that just kind of feel weighty? You know, doesn't it feel like there's so much pressure involved in trying to figure this out? I mean, if purpose is connected to this deep down knowing that you're in the right thing at the right time in the right way, and it's deeply connected to feeling good and useful and regret-free, like if that were all really true, I mean, you better stop everything you're doing right now and go and figure out that purpose because it sounds like the most important thing that you could ever know about you and your life. What the misconception is that knowing our purpose promises happiness and contentment and that feeling of rightness, right? Those are all feelings that every human being really desires. And yet, we also know that there are many happy and successful people out there in the world that could not rattle off their purpose to you. They don't have a clue what their purpose is in life. It's not something that most people memorize or even think about daily. And yet, they're still happy. So along with this idea that there's like a right answer to your purpose, there's also this belief that there's like one thing, like there's one singular thing that you are meant to do. Kind of has some similarity to this idea that there's like one partner for you in the world if you're not married or when you weren't married and you're thinking, who's the one person out there for me? I don't want to knock that belief. If you believe that there is in fact only one human being for you out of the billions of people that are out there, there really isn't a right or wrong to that. I just simply want to suggest that it's not a very useful thought to you. When you're thinking there's only one person out there for you in the world out of the, you know, billions or however many people are out there, I don't know. And when you're thinking that there's only one singular purpose out there for you in the world, you better go find that. It's really overwhelming the way we think about this. And it's simply just not useful when you're trying to figure out what your purpose is in this life and in this world. When you're thinking, I have to go find my purpose or what's that one thing I'm supposed to do that feels really heavy and hard? Purpose is not supposed to feel heavy and hard. It promises the opposite. It promises ease and lightness and happiness. And thinking that you need to find your purpose in order to be happy, that's a whole nother misconception here. Because when you're thinking that knowing your purpose is going to bring happiness, that kind of strips away ownership of happiness, right? It puts it in figuring this kind of thing out called your purpose, right? It's delegating out your happiness to the one thing. And knowing your purpose never creates happiness. You create happiness for yourself. It's the most useful thing for you to believe. And you just get to decide what makes you happy. 
Okay, so misconception number one is that figuring out your purpose is really, really important. Misconception number two is that there's a singular right answer to it. And then we could even put misconception 2.5 in there, which is basically saying that your purpose is going to make you happy. The last misconception I want to talk about is that your purpose and your career, they're not connected in the slightest. And a lot of times, the need to figure out your purpose comes with a desire for a job change. Like you're unhappy doing whatever it is you're doing. It's not fulfilling to you. And you want to know what's fulfilling to you. And so your brain begins to wander to like, if only I knew what I was meant to do, if you know, only I knew my purpose. But what happens when you retire? You know, if your career and your purpose truly are interconnected, are you purposeless after you retire? I do know a lot of people that seem to feel that way because they have spent most of their life believing that they're living for their career, that their purpose, what makes them happy, and their job are interchangeable. But then how about people that can't work? People that have a disability or an injury, or even think about our kids. Is their life purposeless because they can't work? Of course not. There's no question that your career needs to feel meaningful to you, you know, whether that's because it's connected to something deeper within you or because it meets some other kind of goals, financial goals, family goals. You know, your job needs to feel purposeful, but it in and of itself is not your purpose. I want you to start thinking about your purpose in a much more useful way, in a way that's actually going to help you and propel you and guide you. So let's talk about the truth around purpose. I want to give a little caveat here as we move into these truths. This is the way I like to think about purpose, and I've chosen it because I find it useful and empowering to me. You could probably read thousands of books on purpose. I'm sure there's thousands of books out there on it and get a different view from everyone around what finding your purpose means, how to do it, the right way to do it. I do think that there are useful ways to think about your purpose, ways that are going to move you forward. And there are ways that are going to hold you back and make it feel very difficult and hard to figure out. These truths are all about getting to a useful way of figuring it out. Here's where we want to focus today. And actually, I do want to put a little bit of a plug here. And at the end of the podcast, I'm going to talk about this a little bit more, but I'm giving a workshop on naming your purpose this upcoming Thursday, February 17th at 5 p.m. Eastern. So if you want to start thinking about your purpose in a different way, I want to invite you to join me at that workshop. And I'm going to share a little bit more about that later. But I just wanted to put a little bug in your ear around that, that I am giving you an opportunity to really put words to your purpose just in a couple of days here for free. Let's dive into the three truths around purpose. Number one, purpose is not about what you do. It's about why you do it. Number two, you don't find your purpose. You decide it. And number three, purpose transcends all areas of life. So it can be found at work, at home, in your community, in your family, everywhere. Let's dive into these. Truth number one, purpose is not about what you do. It's about why you do it. Let's talk about what purpose actually means. Purpose is the reason behind something. The dictionary literally defines it as being the reason for which something is done or created or for which something exists. So when we talk about our personal purpose, we're putting words to why we do what we do, the reasoning behind it, not what we do. And when you reframe your purpose in this way, and you're kind of on a search to decide your purpose, when you reframe it in this way, you're going to start asking different questions. You're not going to be asking any questions about what you should be doing. Instead, you're going to be asking, why am I energized by that? Why does that motivate me? 
what about this makes me excited or not excited? So it's going to frame the way you go about figuring out your purpose in a completely different way. Truth number two, you don't find your purpose, you decide it. Now, this might sort of sound like semantics, but it's a very important distinction. You do not go out and find your purpose. It's not out there. It's not something that you have to even go looking for. (laughs) It's just something you get to decide. It's not magical. It's not mystical. There's not a singular path. It's a decision that you get to control. I want you to notice how different that feels. The thought, I have to find my purpose versus I get to decide my purpose. Thinking you have to find your purpose, that feels really urgent and overwhelming. While the thought, I get to decide it, feels very empowering, settling. That's why it's more useful to you. The only thing that this shift does is it takes the emphasis off your purpose being out there as if it's something to be discovered outside of you. And instead, it opens up the possibility that your purpose is right here already. It's inside of you. You don't need any more information than what you already know. You don't need to go research it. The data is found within you. Now it's just simply time to decide it, to define it. Truth number three, purpose transcends all area of life. Now, because purpose is not about what you do, it's about why you do it. And because it has nothing to do with your job and your career, your why, your reason in life, your purpose is going to transcend all areas of life. Now, when I work with my clients, I have them come up with examples of how they live out their purpose in their job, in their home life, in their marriage, in their friendships, in their community. I want them to see that it is everywhere. It is the fuel behind what you do. It doesn't define what you do. It is the fuel. It's the energy behind what you do. It's your motivation. And as I said before, most people start thinking about their purpose when they want to make a career change, like when they want something to be more fulfilling and meaningful in their life, and they want a path forward. They want something to guide them. And so they start asking, you know, what's my purpose? They're looking to it as being a guide. But when you reframe your purpose into your why instead of your what, it becomes a very different tool. Now, I still think putting words to your why, you do what you do, is a very useful exercise. So I do believe that defining your purpose or deciding your purpose is a very important exercise, but not because it's going to magically spit out the perfect job for you. It's useful because it tells you what intrinsically motivates you, and I think it opens doors for you. What my clients realize when they begin to reframe their purpose in this way and they see their purpose through this different lens when it's not the singular path forward, when it's not their job, you know, when they don't have to go looking for it out there, what I see happen time and time again is their interest in their current job increases. They find more motivation in what they're already doing. And for many of them, they just simply decide to stay. But for some of them, What they do is they feel better about their current job and they decide they want to move on. And now what they have are options. They could decide to stay because they can find the intrinsic motivation in it. They could see how it aligns with their purpose in some way. And they could start looking at other jobs and other paths and find connection with those two and feel motivated by those two. I have all of my clients go through a process of finding ways that their current job connects with their purpose because it always does. And when you start viewing your current job through the lens of why you do what you do, you're going to naturally feel more motivated by it. And then the urgency to leave that job lessens and then leaving simply feels more like a choice. It doesn't feel like a desperation. 
The goal behind naming your purpose is not to figure out what you should be doing, but understand why you feel motivated or unmotivated by certain things so that you can use that information to either recommit back into your current job or go find another job that allows more opportunity to easily tap into that motivation. Let me give you an example from my own life. You know, before I was a coach, I was a high-level event manager, and my job was mostly about operations and logistics and communications. I had to be very highly organized and structured, and I was really good at it. But I didn't find it fulfilling. When I went through a process of putting some words to my purpose and my kind of natural motivations, what I discovered was that my purpose was really all about people. I was a lighthouse that helped shine light on people's greater potentials. That was literally one of the sentences that I've written before. And I did that at my current job. You know, my job was about logistics, but I was also a confidant to my coworkers. I was a safe place that people opened up to, that cried to. People were vulnerable to me, honest with me. I was a natural mentor to new staff. I oftentimes took on the role of mentoring new staff. Like I already did those types of things that allowed people to really grow into their greater potential. There was aspects of my job that allowed me to do that. And when I discovered that, I was able to lean into those job duties and find some natural motivation in that job. It rekindled a little bit of a passion for what I did. Every day didn't feel like this drudgery, right? I got out of bed and I got excited for those little ways that I was going to be able to impact people's lives. And I began to orient some of my decisions around how I structured my time and how available I was to people so that I could live more fully into that purpose. However, that wasn't really the bulk of my job. My job was not a people job. It was a logistics job. So although I could live out my purpose in that job, and I did find some ways of doing that, I knew that the next job that I wanted to be in, I wanted the emphasis to be more about people, where my job was, in fact, about helping people deepen or find higher potential in themselves. You see how this led me into coaching, right? Being a coach is not my purpose. Being a mom is not my purpose, but I get to live out my purpose in my work as a coach and in my role as a mom, I get to do that anywhere I go. But coaching more naturally allows me to do that than my work as an event manager. So again, what I want you to see is that your purpose is a tool. It's a tool to help you understand yourself better. It's a tool to help you understand what naturally motivates you. And it is ultimately something that you just simply get to decide. It's not magical. It's not mystical. It's not going to tell you what job you should be at, but it's going to tell you what deeply resonates with you in this world. And that is a useful thing to know whether you are unhappy in your job or you're happy at your job. Either way, deepening your understanding of why you do what you do and what naturally energizes you is going to make life feel more motivating, no matter what you're doing, when you're doing it, or who you're doing it with. Now, as I mentioned before, I'm hosting a workshop on deciding your purpose. It's coming up in just a few days, Thursday, February 17th at 5 p.m. Eastern. And in that workshop, I'm actually going to walk you through a process of naming your purpose. We're going to spend some time talking more deeply about what your purpose is and what it's not. And we're going to spend some time actually naming it, or at least I'm going to give you a framework for that. I'm going to leave some time for some questions and some coaching on the subject of purpose. So if you've been asking yourself this question, you know, what do I want to be when I grow up? 
and you actually want to answer it. You're not going to want to miss this. You can register for this training at www.ambitiousandbalanced.com forward slash purpose workshop slash register. That's a really long URL, I know. So of course, I'm going to put that in the notes as well. All right, Working Moms, I will see you in just a couple of days. And I look forward to helping you decide your purpose. Hey, before you go, I want to take a moment and tell you about an opportunity to speak with me directly. If you've been listening to this podcast and still feel like you need help balancing a fulfilling career with motherhood, then I encourage you to schedule a free breakthrough call. On this call, we will get crystal clear on exactly what it is you want out of your career and how you want to balance that with motherhood. And then we'll craft next steps for you to start moving toward a more calm and fulfilling working mom life. Head over to www.rebeccaolsoncoaching.com forward slash book to apply for this free call. Till next week and working moms, let's get to it.